This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. Grandparents traditionally play a significant role in the Australian family life. But with the government advising older people to stay home, social isolation is changing the way many now approach grandparenting. Grandparents are finding creative ways to connect with their grandchildren online. Responsible grandparenting involves safeguarding your grandchild's online footprints. The Australian Multicultural Foundation has a CyberParent app providing information on cybersecurity, online bullying and social media in 17 languages. Before COVID-19, many Australian seniors had just started to catch up on internet skills and learning to use their devices. Research by the Centre for Social Impact found that a third of the over-50s either had low digital literacy or didn't use a digital device or the internet. That trend worsened for the over-70s, with about three-quarters digitally disengaged. The need to engage with their grandchildren in the unfamiliar digital realm has heightened a sense of anxiety and loneliness among the elderly, says Elizabeth Shaw, a veteran psychologist who heads Relationships Australia, New South Wales. Grandparents are finding it very difficult and upsetting and isolating because so many are not able to see their grandchildren during this time. And while some have been able to move online relatively easily because they were already familiar with technology, there are others who have found that transition extremely difficult. So the main avenue by which you could keep contact may not be available to all grandparents equally. Shaw says losing physical contact is particularly difficult for many grandparents whose purpose and identity were built around caring for their grandchildren. She says her organisation is experiencing a high volume of calls from socially isolated seniors. Shaw says many grandparents are keeping in touch with their grandchildren via video conferencing. Whether it's something like Skype and setting up really regular meetings, so not leaving it to chance or just finding out if people are free, but even trying to have really structured time. Melbourne grandmother Effie Atkins maintains a close connection to her grandchildren as she follows strict social distancing rules to minimise the risk of infection from COVID-19 whilst living with lung cancer. We're doing gardening together in distance. What are we going to plan today? And I tell them what to do. When they finish, they take a photo or they zoom and they show me what they've done. Atkins is concerned about fellow Greek grandparents who may be feeling lost as they're confined at home. They are very bond with grandkids. They're very close. They can still do that. Unfortunately, there are some old people that can't use their phone or zoom in or FaceTime. That's sad. But the kids can drive the grandkids outside the parents' house. So the kids feel my yaya and my papu, they're still alive. They don't talk to us only over the phone. They can come out and why. Elizabeth Shaw says families like Atkins's are getting innovative with the way they keep grandparents and grandchildren close, yet without breaking the rules. Some grandparents are also being visited, so it might be that the family and the kids go to the grandparents' home and stand in the garden and talk through the back door or something like that so that they're still able to wave. I've known of some families setting up a picnic in the garden and it might be that the grandparents are in the house but they're chatting and calling out. Family and digital lifestyles expert Dr Joanne Orlando says social media communication apps such as Zoom, Skype or FaceTime with grandchildren can be more engaging than simple chats. 
I know of a family and the grandmother is doing very simple cooking lessons for the grandchild. So she does it and then he follows along and they really just cook together and then they sit and have a chat and eat what they've cooked. Now, a very, very simple thing, but fun, you know, it kind of takes it beyond the chat or it could be them listening to music or having a dance together. Really anything that they would do in person they can do via Zoom. That bond can also be fostered by becoming a student to your grandchild, according to education consultant Tamara Kidd. Kidd believes until a student can teach somebody else what they've learnt, one can never be sure that the student has completely understood what they were taught. She suggests deepening your grandchild's learning by getting them to teach you something they've learnt at least once a week, or anything from language, facts, to maths or science. And by allowing the child to be in charge of the lesson, it takes a lot of the weight off the grandparent. So they don't need to think of how to entertain the child or teach the child or anything. This is a great opportunity to reverse the roles. Brisbane mother of two, Mona Perez, is concerned that her daughter's Mandarin has fallen behind since her Chinese classes went online due to COVID-19. Perez has enlisted the help of her Taiwan-based mother to teach her daughter Mandarin using Zoom. Different from the school learning. I just ask them to keep talking Mandarin when they are in the class and teach her words. So on the screen, my mom will teach her how to write and then she will write it down and then show it to my mom on the screen. So it's not really structured, but she's learning anyway. Brian Corner is a past president and a mentor of Brisbane Seniors Online, a volunteer-based organisation which provides computer training to seniors in the greater Brisbane area. He warns new users against oversharing personal information to avoid identity theft in the dangerous online world. I would never recommend that anybody puts their full name and their exact date of birth, including the year. By all means, put the day and the month, but leave it at that. Don't give out your address. You maybe will say what area you live in, what suburb, but that should be about it. Corner also suggests exercising caution in what you share, as stranger danger plays out in more sinister ways online since criminals could change their profiles to reach vulnerable young people. Children, the less information that you give out, the far better it is. And grandparents, where possible, should keep an eye on how much information the grandchildren do give out and do put on the internet. For grandparents who take pride in sharing their grandchildren's photos, Corner recommends managing privacy settings to limit access to posts about your grandchildren. They shouldn't have that information widely available to anybody who goes looking for it. It's important, therefore, that the privacy settings are maintained correctly. And certainly in the case of Facebook and other social media, you can decide which people can see your information. And I strongly recommend that only friends and maybe friends of friends can see whatever it is that you post there. Grandparents in multi-generational households can also engage their more tech-savvy grandchildren in making sense of the latest news on COVID-19 and learn about cybersecurity, according to Dr. Has Delal, who heads the Australian Multicultural Foundation and is also the retiring SBS chairman. The AMF has developed CyberParent, a multilingual cybersecurity app in 17 languages to educate parents and grandparents on online issues, social media 
and popular apps. There's this assumption that the elderly communities were proficient to be able to use all these social media technology and all these apps and devices. So what we've encouraged is for the younger people to get closer to their elders, their grandparents, and actually show them how to use this technology. Now, by doing that, we've also found there's been, obviously, relationships developing in a positive way because people have had to communicate. Elizabeth Shaw says for less digitally literate grandparents, old-fashioned phone chats with the right conversation starters, such as the news of the day or sharing stories of your past life, can also build lasting bonds. We can get stuck asking questions that go to a dead end, like how was your day? Have you done your homework? So I think it's also about describe the best thing that happened today. What was the highlight of your day? Those sorts of questions end up with a more descriptive answer and that can be useful. Grandparents can start conversations about, you know, did you see this? Did you see that? All of that creates a conversation that even teenagers want to engage in because it's an interesting conversation. It's not a checking conversation. Atkins has been busy writing about her life in Greece and how she ventured out to make a new start in Australia decades ago. It's a life she enjoys sharing with her grandchildren over daily phone conversations. They ask me stories because I born and grow up in Greece and there are so many stories to tell them how the life of a small village girl was and what I was doing when I was young and things which uh, I've been writing right now and sometimes I read to them a little paragraph which they're very interested to hear. So I keep them not close to me, but close. For tips on cybersecurity, basic online skills such as social media and online transactions, visit the federal government website, beconnected.esafety.gov.au. To learn about cybersecurity, visit www.esafety.gov.au seniors. For latest information on scams and online dangers, visit staysmartonline.gov.au. If you want to chat about personal, family or work issues, you can call Relationships Australia, New South Wales Time 2 talk-free telephone service on 1300 022 966, Monday to Friday from 9am to 5pm. For 24-7 free over-the-phone emotional support, call Lifeline on 13 11 14 or Beyond Blue on 1300 22 46 36. You can access Free Interpreter by ringing the TIS helpline on 13 14 50 and ask to be connected to your chosen support organisation. The feature on online grandparenting was brought to you by Amy Chen Yuong and for SBS, I'm Margarita Vasileva. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au radio. 